Hello, happy Thursday, Merry Christmas if you celebrated, and yeah, today is a very special episode of the podcast, as you all already know. First of all, if you don't know who I am and you've never listened to this podcast before, I'm Kennedy, the host of this podcast, and this is Simply Kennedy, where I talk about all things pop culture, from movies to music to celebrities to internet trends to just about everything else under the sun. Now, as always, we start with a little pre-recorded ad, get that out of the way, and then we'll move on with the rest of the episode. So without further ado, here is your pre-recorded ad. Thank you so much for listening to that ad. As you guys always, I always say this, but I truly, truly do mean it. Um, I I know that as a podcast listener, it can be really annoying to listen to ads, but as a podcast host, they're really important to me. So I appreciate you guys bearing through them. And listening to those ads. Now, as I said, today's a very special episode. It is our goodbye 2019 episode. So 2019 is coming to a close. Next week, 2019 will be gone and over. The decade will be over, but we're actually waiting next Tuesdays when we're saying goodbye to the decade. But for now, we are saying goodbye to 2019 with our first annual Simply Kennedy Best in Pop Culture Awards. Wow, that's a mouthful. Um, so yeah, this is the first year I'm doing this. Didn't do this last year, but I, hopefully this will become a thing I do every year. So I've come up with different categories and I basically, um, and a lot of them, uh, most of them basically are all, uh, kind of within the realm of music, movies, or TV. Um, there's a few other awards that are not related to that, but generally I kept it with music, movies, and TV because that's what I talk about the most. I possibly could add more categories next year if this does become a a yearly thing. But for now, um, everything is music, movies, TV, a few other award categories. How this is going to work is I am going to say the category. I'm going to talk a little bit about what the category means, like what criteria I kind of took into consideration when thinking about the category. And then I'm going to say um, the honorable mentions or almost like the other nominees, if you may, for the category. I'm going to, I might say a little something about those, but I'm going to mostly just talk about the winner in each category. And I'll tell you a little bit about my thought process as to why that uh, particular winner won that category and whatnot. So that's how it's going to work. Um, and yeah, please keep in mind, these are all my opinions. They are 100% just what I think. Um, this doesn't necessarily mean that these are the best and, you know, whatever. It means for me, they were the best. This is what I like. These are my opinions. If you have different opinions, you can send me a listener message at anchor.fm slash C. Hit listener messages, record your message. I would love to hear it. Um, but these are my best in pop culture for this year, and I'm really excited to share them with you guys. Um, so without further ado, I think we're going to get started. Um, we're going to start with music just because... I don't know. I'm kind of feeling that category. So I tried to organize everything by category, but I started thinking about like additional categories as I went on. So there is a possibility that some of these are out of order, but we're just going to try our best. We're going to try our best. Okay. So first off, song of 2019. Now our honorable mentions are Seven Rings by Ariana Grande. Every time it comes on, I do love singing to that one. We've got Senorita by Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. Um, Great collaboration, really good song. And we have got 
Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Um, I didn't like the song when it first came out, not gonna lie, but it's kind of been something I've been loving right now. So there's that. Um, but the winner for me was Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. Now, what can I say? I'm a huge Jonas Brothers fan. I don't think I'm being biased, though. Really good song. The video for it was great. Um, the, you know, it's catchy. It's something you want to sing along to. I know that um, on The Masked Singer, this was the first song that one of our finalists, Adrian Bailone or The Flamingo, sang. Um, a big hit throughout the year. I know it was probably their most successful song as a band this year. And it was the song that brought them back together and that fans are really excited about. So for Music Collab of 2019, our honorable mentions are Dancing with a Stranger by Sam Smith and Normani, Me by Taylor Swift and Brendan Urie, which I gotta say, really good one. Um, really love that one when it came out. South of the Border by Ed Sheeran, Camila Cabello, and Cardi B. Another good song, has a good beat. The video's a little whack, but we're not gonna address that right now. Um, and... The winner in this category is Senorita by Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. Um, honestly, great collaboration. I know the video was super popular. I know everybody loved this. Um, and I know there's a little controversy right now with Camila Cabello and some stuff she either said a long time ago or kind of didn't say. I'm not sure. But regardless, I think it's a great song. I love singing along to it on my personal playlist. So we're going to ignore that fact for a second and just focus solely on the song itself. All right. For group of 2019, this is the only category that actually has four honorable men. Yeah, four honorable mentions. Had to count again. Whoops. Um, and I really had trouble picking this. I mean, I didn't have p trouble picking the winner, but I had trouble picking the honorable mentions and narrowing it down to three. And finally, I said, you know what? I'm just going to have four honorable mentions in this category. So first off is Maroon 5. Who doesn't love Maroon 5? They obviously kill it every year. Um, kind of within the same realm. We've got Coldplay. Again, they kill it every year. Who doesn't love Coldplay? So they're definitely an honorable mention in this category. Um, We've got Greta Van Fleet, one of my absolute faves. They're kind of an up-and-coming band still. Um, they've been around for a while, though. And they're releasing their new album in, I think, January. Um, yeah, they hosted Saturday Night Live this year. Really great band. And last but not least, in the honorable mentions, is BTS, um, the K-pop group. I love some of their music. Now, I've got to say, they're not my absolute favorite. But I know they have been, like, just insanely popular worldwide so i couldn't not mention them but for me my group of 2019 and again you guys are gonna be like you're so biased just stop but honestly honestly it's the jonas brothers um i saw them in concert they absolutely killed it they are back together um i know fans were so excited when this happened um you know their breakup was really hard for a lot of fans and so for them to be back together and touring and everything it's really awesome they had their documentary this year um chasing happiness on amazon prime and a lot of good stuff for them so they are the group of 2019 in my opinion and next category we're moving on um to television and movies so we'll start with television so there's only two categories or two, um, yeah, categories within this, or subcategories within this category. Somebody tell me if I'm making sense, please. Um, but 
The first one is television episode of 2019. Now, our honorable mentions are Mixed Dish Season 1, Episode 1. I think Mixed Dish is a really great show, and um, the first episode thus far has been really good. It's kind of introduced you to the show, and I really like that episode. Um, Next up for our honorable mentions is Fuller House Season 5, Episode 9. So that episode was really great. Honestly, honestly speaking, I barely saw it yesterday. And when I saw it, I said I have to include it in these awards because that episode, and I'm going to spoil it right now, so if you haven't seen it, cover your ears or fast forward a little bit. But um. Steve finally proposes to DJ and it's a really, really great episode. And um, the way they kind of lead you to think that's not going to happen or something else is going to happen is really creative. So I'm really impressed with that. Um, Definitely one of my top episodes. Um, Unfortunately, not the winner. Um, Modern Family Season 11, Episode 9. That is another honorable mention. So that was their Christmas episode. just aired a few um, weeks ago. Or weeks ago. I think about a week ago, actually. And what I liked about that episode is that after 10 years, uh, we had, you know, another great Christmas episode. It's the last season, unfortunately. So we got to see them all together. And now we're learning that they're actually going to go on separate paths. So I think it's a good way to kind of start closing out the show. Obviously, the show is not done yet, but it's a good way to kind of start preparing for that. However, my best television episode of 2019 is... Marvel's Runaways Season 3, Episode 9. Now, I was very torn between Episode 8 and Episode 9. Episode 8 is their crossover with Cloak and Dagger, and while that one is really good... And it kind of um, kind of opened the door for episode nine. And again, I'm going to spoil episode nine. So if you haven't seen it, cover your ears or fast forward. But it is a great episode. Now, it pays homage to some very comic book accurate things that happen. Gert dies. And that's what happens in the comics. And we had several main character deaths. But I think for them to kill one of the kids was very emotional and a very good um, kind of decision for the episode. And like I said, it does very much. It's comic book accurate. And it just really um, tied the season together, in my opinion. All right. And our television show of 2019. Here are our honorable mentions. First, last, uh, I mean, first of all, is um, Marvel's Runaways. Now, I know I was just talking about them, but personally, really great show. It's, I think, one of my favorite Marvel shows. Um, they've done a really good job kind of being accurate to the comics and just really just killed it as a show it was their last season just came out a few weeks ago if you haven't seen it i highly recommend watching it um my next honorable mention is grownish really great show um i love blackish and mixedish as well and the spin-off grownish is really great um so i do definitely want to mention that one and it's especially if you're in college a lot of the moments are funny or relatable or even some of them are just so exaggerated they're entertaining And last but not least for honorable mentions is High School Musical, the musical, the series. Now, I know a lot of people have really enjoyed the show. Um, If you haven't seen it, I recommend watching it. And I say that for everything in this category. Um, And I personally went into it expecting to not like it. And I know I talked to my best friend as well. And she 
have the same mentality I think it's because I grew up with High School Musical and those are some of my favorite movies I kind of didn't expect much for this series and I thought it was going to be more for the new generation but I know that a lot of people my age and even the new generation because my sister loves it as well have really been loving this show so um I do want to shout that one out but for me the television show of 2019 is fuller house now this show is a show that's first of all with full house has been around forever um and for the last five years fuller house has been around and i really truly think they've been doing a good job this season i think they're wrapping up a lot of storylines who knows if we'll get, ever get another spinoff i've seen some kind of hints at a possible future spinoff but obviously that would be a, quite a while down the road um however it's been a really great show this year and it's what i love about it it's very family appropriate um it's not Whereas the other shows in this category, Runaways, it's more for teens, young adults, superhero fans, um, High School Musical, the musical, the series, young adults, teens, maybe some kids, grownish, same thing, pretty much, young adults, even some of the other shows we've talked about before, like Modern Family, more for adults and teens. Um, so, Fuller House is a really good show for pretty much anybody. It's a great family show, and it's not a family show that market it, markets itself as a family show and isn't. It truly is a family show, and that's what I really like about it, and that's why I chose it for this category. Now, moving on to movies, and we're kind of really finishing sooner than I thought we would. Well, no, this isn't the last category, so actually... Real quick, before we move on from movies, sorry. I know sometimes I ramble and sometimes I get lost, but that's just me. So uh, I actually have two more categories in the television department. So first off, for reality slash competition show of 2019, um, I only have two honorable mentions in this category, um, which are World of Dance. Uh, really great show. I love dance, but this is a whole new level. Unlike shows like So You Think You Can Dance, um, it's very entertaining. You don't have to be a dancer to like it. It's a great competition show. And come on, we've got J-Lo, Derek Huff, Neo, um, Jenna Dewan. Like, come on. So um, that's an honorable mention there. Dance Mom Season 8, I'm giving it an honorable mention. Now, it wasn't my gr the greatest. It wasn't my favorite season by any means. Um, but, you know, I really didn't think it would return. So I wanted to give that one an honorable mention just because Abby Lee is out of jail. She started again. She did it. Nobody thought she could. So, But the winner for me for reality slash competition show of 2019, and it's a reality show, is Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Now, I've got to say I don't watch this religiously or anything like that. But it's it's like the OG reality show. It's, you know, we got drama. We got family moments everything is happening um i recently one of my favorite things was the episode where they were kind of making fun of each other and imitating each other great episode um so that for me that i think without keeping up with the kardashians we wouldn't have these other reality shows so that is for me the winner and last but not least within the television category is talk show of 2019. So uh, I want to give shout outs to GMA3, which is uh, Strahan, Sarah, and Kiki. And the show is really great. I think adding Kiki Palmer to the hosts um, this 
um, year was a great decision. They are funny. They're dramatic. They do a great job of interviewing the, interviewing the guests in a way that other shows don't. They're very fun and um, exciting and entertaining to watch. Uh, my other honorable mention goes to The Real. Um, and I like them because they don't get as political or like as, um, you know, dramatic and whatnot as other daytime talk shows but they are still very real on their opinions so definite honorable mention to them an honorable mention also goes to live with kelly and ryan another show that i really like um last year i got to see it filmed in person and they have great guests um i think they're funny i love their opening monologues so definitely definitely an honorable mention to that show um and the winner in this category for me is the Ellen DeGeneres show. Um, Ellen is funny. She gives back. She has um, a wide variety of guests, unlike any other show. So she doesn't just interview celebrities. She brings um, people who have done good deeds, people who are just normal people, kids with talent. She brings everyone on the show, and she's always so generous, and she's funny. So definitely for me. Um, Ellen is for sure the talk show of 2019. So now we are going to move on to the movie category. We have only two subcategories in here just um, to let you know. I said that with television and then I remembered I had four actually, but this time I'm being serious. So for animated movie of 2019, now let me tell you, this category was the most disappointing for me. Um, and here's why. Um, I truly didn't in really enjoy many of the animated movies this year in fact other than the winner even the honorable mentions didn't really do it for me um and it's not that I'm not a kid it's not that I don't enjoy animated movies it's that 2019 was not a great year for animated movies um truly it I don't know I don't know it wasn't a great year so I only have two honorable honorable mentions which are the Lion King now it was here's why it's animated it was 99% CGI um some people might not consider it to be animated but I think it, I would consider it animated because of all the CGI great movie but it wasn't to me it didn't live up to the expectations of the trailers and the hype and come on they had Beyonce like I expected some more from it wasn't bad I'll give it an honorable mention the other honorable mention goes to Toy Story 4 now, the movie itself, let me just say this. The animation, like the actual animation style, was mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. However, the plot was, I don't know, the way the movie ended, what they left me with was like, I could have stopped at Toy Story 3 and been just as satisfied. Like, I don't know. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. I really... I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but wasn't wasn't my cup of tea. The plot, however, the animation, Pixar absolutely killed it, and for that, I needed to give it an honorable mention, um, as well as or the not an honorable mention, but the winner for this category is Frozen Two. Now, Frozen Two was so anticipated. It was, in my opinion, the biggest animated movie of the year. It had some good music not gonna lie nothing compared to let it go um but we got to see Anna and Elsa on this new adventure it was exciting it was kind of something that you would like if you kind of 
watched Frozen when it first came out, or if you're just a little kid and you weren't even alive when it first came out, or even if you're older and you just really like Disney. I think it was a great movie. The animation also absolutely killed it. Now, I know Disney always kills it with their animation, but I had to mention that again. Um, and we got some different looks for Elsa and Anna, some different outfits. Good to see the beloved characters again. So definitely, definitely a huge, huge um, win there. Now, for movie of 2019, here's the thing. They are all Disney or Disney-owned movies. I didn't do this on purpose. I'm not biased. I Here's the thing. I want to, like, I really wanted to include honorable mentions for Hustlers and also for Jumanji 2 because I know I'm going to love those and because I've heard good things about them. But here's the thing. I haven't actually seen them, especially Jumanji 2 because it just came out. Um... So kind of just cut my like options lower. So they all ended up being like Disney or Disney owned. And by that, you know, I mean Marvel movies. Also haven't seen the new Star Wars. So don't hate me because it's not on here. Um, but for my honorable mentions, I definitely have to include Captain Marvel. We had our first female-led Avengers or Marvel movie this year, people. Like, yes, it was a long time coming. Um, Black Widow deserved a movie a long time ago. But because of Captain Marvel and because also because of Black Widow, we are now getting our Black Widow movie next year. The Wasp had her name in the title of a movie, and she will get her own movie one day, you mark my words. So, um you know, very exciting stuff for the female heroes and Avengers. Um, and Captain Marvel was a great movie. Um, speaking of CGI, the CGI in that movie and in all Marvel movies, of course, was phenomenal. Um, you know, oh, the soundtrack, even though some people didn't like it, I personally really did like it. So I did like that. And of course, the ability to connect um, movies to the MCU even out of order is amazing to me so that's one of my honorable mentions my other honorable me honorable mention and I'm talking about each of these so much in this particular category because I truly love movies um so is the live action Aladdin movie that came out this year I saw it tw two times I no did I say twice or three times I think I saw it twice um the music was amazing the casting was amazing um was one of I, I usually don't like the live action remakes more than the animated ones and I, I don't but this one really ties like I it's like ooh I don't know which one I like better because they're both so great Frozen 2 I just talked about Frozen 2 great movie um everything I said about it still stands um but for me the winner in this category and I think it's not a shocker to anyone, and I think it might have been a winner for a lot of people this year, was Avengers Endgame. Um, come on, people. Like, yes. Okay. Um, Infinity War, we had a ton of heroes. Endgame, we have just way more heroes, and it's like the longest Avengers movie, one of the longest movies this year, if not the longest. Um, but the plot is so... It, it's... Um, it has a lot to it, but they still make it make sense and entertaining. I would watch it again and again. I've actually been really wanting to watch it again. I think I'm going to watch it again. I've seen it about three to four times. So um, we've got Captain Marvel in this one. We've got like just, you know, so it's so much darker than some of the previous Avengers movies. And a lot happens, um, but they make it work. Marvel makes it work. They also redefine the rules of time travel. 
Um, you know, I think Back to the Future was the first movie that kind of defined the rules of time travel. And Marvel said, nope, the MCU is going to have our own rules of time travel. And they redefined the rules and they still kind of work, even though I know a lot of people were confused about it. It works. It really does work. And um, obviously it was the highest grossing movie of all time. So that if that doesn't tell you something, I don't know what does. Alrighty, we are moving on to our last two categories. Now, I, if you don't know, my blog, kennedycblog.com, I have a section, it's, it's really aimed at women a lot. Um, I have a whole section of girl power, and I've done this segment called Woman of the Week, and lots of good stuff. Now, this podcast is not aimed to a particular gender, like unlike my blog this is really for anyone and everyone if you like pop culture and if you enjoy hearing about what's going on in the world of pop culture this is what the podcast is for but I wanted to bring a little bit of my blog into today's episode and I wanted to create two categories that would really honor women this year so I um, created the female athlete of 2019 and the woman of 2019 Now, starting with the female athlete of 2019, my honorable mentions go to Naomi Osaka. Now, she is the Japanese tennis player who beat, now, uh, I forget if it's Serena or Venus Williams, don't hate me, but she beat one of them. She's been absolutely killing it in the world of tennis. She was on Ellen, and she's very humble um, and just really great, so she's definitely an honorable mention. Another one of my honorable mentions goes to Lori Hernandez. Now, she is from the 2016 Olympic gymnastics team, um, but she um, took a break since Rio in 2016, and now she's determined to go back for um, Tokyo 2020 and I've seen a lot of videos of her getting back to it she's been working really hard I it's incredible to me that after taking such a long break she's able to get back um, to doing gymnastics and she's aiming for the next Olympics now whether or not that's going to happen I can't predict but I think it's really amazing so definitely one of my honorable mentions goes to her my third and final honorable mention goes to Caitlin Ohashi now you guys might remember her she is the UCLA gymnast that went completely viral for her floor routine her floor routine was absolutely insane I loved it I I, every week every week when they would have a competition I would go to YouTube and look for her floor routine and even though it was the same routine every time actually she kind of altered it towards the end it was so entertaining and she's just such an exciting happy person and so entertaining to watch I heard her speak a few times Um, I know she had troubles in the past she also was trying to make it to the Olympics and kind of gave that up um But she has a really great story as well. So she's one of my honorable mentions. But for me, the winner in this category is Simone Biles. Now, I think it goes without even talking about, but Simone Biles has absolutely killed it. This year, she had three new gymnastics moves named after her, which is almost unheard of. Um, She won the all-arounds at the World Championships. She's working hard, also trying to make it to the 2020 Olympics, um, which without a doubt, she's going to make it. I don't think there's a doubt in anybody's mind. And aside from that, she's also been standing up for herself and the her fellow survivors of the whole USA gymnastics um, sexual abuse scandal. So 
Uh, I had to definitely give this category to her. She is amazing in every way, and I really wanted to honor her in this category. Now, um, let's see. What else? What else? Oh, my last category is the Woman of 2019. Now, honorable mentions in this category go to, and first of all, Simone Biles. I know she already won the other category, but like I said, really amazing. Um, she even wore a teal leotard to kind of pay homage to um, her fellow survivors of the USA Gymnastics sexual harassment scandal and um, when USA Gymnastics wouldn't do anything for them. So that's really amazing. Um, also, another honorable mention in this category goes to Rihanna. Now, Rihanna has been absolutely killing it. She's got Fenty Beauty now, which is her makeup line. She's also got Savage X Fenty, which is her um, like lingerie line. And she's done what Victoria's Secret couldn't do. And you, there's also a documentary about this on Amazon. But basically, she's marketing to all body types. She had like a Victoria's Secret fashion show times 10. All body types, all races and ethnicities. And it was a beautiful show. Um, and she's done so much for people this year, just um, encouraging them to be who they are, to look how they look. Um, you know, you can't change your skin color, you can't change, oh, I mean, you can't change your weight, but it's not something that should matter, so she's really done a great job in that area this year. Um, and my last honorable mention goes to Lady Gaga. Now, Lady Gaga, also with her makeup line, House Laboratories, has been encouraging people to play with makeup in a way that makes them feel comfortable to if they want to use a lot of color and dramatic and stuff like what she does or if they want to just bring out their natural beauty she has products for everybody and she's been encouraging that and her music she's been working on some new stuff and teasing it working really hard this year so she definitely deserves one of my honorable mentions but my winner for woman of the year in 2019 goes to yara shahidi now she was actually my first woman of the week on my blog and I'm kind of going to read you a little bit of what I wrote on my blog about her um, in lieu of actually like just speaking from my head. So uh, she is and I wrote this earlier this year but I believe she's now 20. So at only 20 years old Yara Shahidi is already a successful actress and activist. Um, at the age of six she began her acting career starting out in commercials for many companies including McDonald's, Ralph Lauren, Target, Gap Kids, Disney, Guest Kids, and The Children's Place. During her early career she also starred in movies including Imagine That and Salt. At the young age of 14, she landed the role of Zoe Johnson on the ABC series Blackish, and in early 2018, she received her own spin-off show on Freeform called Grownish, um, which has recently been renewed for actually a, I believe it's the third season. Um, yeah, third season. Throughout her career, Yara has received numerous awards, including an NAACP Image Award for Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy for her role in Blackish. In addition to being a successful actress, Yara is also known for being an activist. She founded 18. 18- X18 in 2018, a platform that encouraged first-time voters to vote during the midterm elections. She also founded an organization called Yara's Club in partnership with the Young Women's Leadership Network of New York, which provides online mentorship to students with the goal of ending poverty through education. As a result of her activism, former First Lady Michelle Obama recognized Yara and wrote her a recommendation letter for Harvard University. Yara was accepted to Harvard University and plans on attending in fall 2019. I wrote this earlier this year so she is I think now attending um 
and after taking a gap year, oh, after taking a gap year. Also, as a result of her activism, Teen Vogue gave her the opportunity to interview Hillary Clinton in 2017. Um, and also, this, like I said, I wrote this earlier this year, but she also starred in the movie The Sun is Also a Star, which is a really beautiful movie. Maybe not the most entertaining of movies this year, and really, um, I, I want to give that a, a honorable mention right now, even though I didn't for the best movie. But it did a great job of talking about relevant issues such as deportation, which is a very relevant issue in today's society. Um, you know, wanting to stay somewhere. Her character had been in the U.S. for so long, and um, you know, she was being deported to where she was supposed to be, but it wasn't her home. So um, that's. You know, Yara Shahidi is the woman of 2019, in my opinion. Um, so that kind of rounds out our Best in Pop Culture Awards, Simply Kennedy 2019. We're saying goodbye to 2019. Wow, what a year it has been. Um, Area 51 rates and uh, what else happened this year? So much happened. Um, you know, Old Town Road, Little Nas X collaborating with everybody pretty much. Um, Taylor Swift, the artist of the decade at the American Music Awards. Gosh, I wish I could just think of every single event that happened this year. Oh, we got, uh, Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star's YouTube collab. Uh, wow. So, so much happened. It's been, quite a year um this is our goodbye to the year next week we're doing our goodbye to the decade um first of all thanks for sticking with me this year if you've been listening to my podcast I know we kind of had a hiatus at the beginning of the year but if you've been listening to all the episodes this year thanks for sticking with me 2020 is gonna be even crazier but before that on the 31st which is new year's eve we've got our goodbye to the decade episode which is going to be absolutely insane um Lots of guests. Our longest episode ever. I keep saying one hour, but I'm starting to get the feeling it's going to be longer than an hour. So it's going to be it's going to be a party on the podcast. Lots of exciting things coming. Thanks for sticking with me through 2019. I don't want to say Happy New Year yet because I am going to be here next Thursday. But, um, you know, Merry Christmas again. Happy holidays, whatever you're celebrating. I know Hanukkah is also happening right now. Kwanzaa. So, um, you know, happy holidays, guys. And uh, before I go, as always, some shameless self-promotion. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook. My page is Kennedy C Media. Instagram, Kennedy C underscore blog. I don't use Instagram that much, but if enough of you follow me, maybe I'll start using it. Um, my digital art portfolio is available on KennedyCDigitalArt.com. Um, I will also accept commissions if you want some fun stuff. I can draw you some fun digital art. Um, where else can you find me? Patreon.com slash Kennedy C Media. You can give me some money there. Um, YouTube, Kennedy Castillo. I'll be doing a Christmas vlog and a what I got for Christmas video. It's going to be really exciting. You should check me out there. New Year's vlog next week. Some behind the scenes of the podcast as well. Lots of good stuff there. Um, my blog is KennedyCblog.com. You can check me out. And last but not least, anchor.fm slash Kennedy C. There are links to every platform where this podcast is available in case you want to listen on a different platform or are just curious what other platforms you can find the podcast at. Um, and oh, you can send me listener messages there as well and listener support. You can send me some money to help support this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will be back next Tuesday for new year's eve our big goodbye to the decade episode until then happy thursday happy holidays i'll be back tuesday